from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. From Adventist World Radio in Pune, a warm welcome to you as you join us. This is our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspirational music, health talk on principles of life that are basic. With more enjoyable music, you'll also hear God's word to enrich you spiritually. This is your host Sharad and I'm Maureen and you're listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Let's begin our program with a song. I'll sing for the one who died on Calvary Who saved a sinner, a wretch like me I'm told of a home you went to prepare And soon with the loved ones I'll be Sometimes I feel I've lost my way When the world over me holds way But I can't feel at home Wherever I roam I can hear the voice that calls me home The love of many now has grown cold That's what the Bible has foretold And soon when the ransom will be home I hear the voice that calls me Sometimes I feel I've lost my way When the world over me holds way But I can't 
It's time to hear a health talk. Stay with us. Too many carrots. It was headline news. Carrots may prevent head and neck cancer. New research suggests that eating five or six of the crunchy tubers a day to reverse leukoplakia, a precancerous lesion occurring in the mouth and throat. My friend Judith promptly purchased a machine that turned fresh carrots into juice. How much juice do we get from five carrots? I asked Judith one day. Her eyes flashed. Oh, I don't stop there. With this machine, I can drink five or six pounds of carrot every day. Now, there is no question that vegetables are highly valued today for their role in disease prevention and also as an important part of healthful diet. But five pounds of one vegetable every day? Judith's body eventually rebelled. Her skin took a sickly yellowish color. Fearing hepatitis, she rushed to the doctor. He explained that carrots contain an orange-yellow dye known as beta-carotene. The body handles reasonable quantities of this substance, but excessive amounts are stashed away in the liver's skin and mucous membranes. Judith backed off on the carrots and her skin color eventually returned to the normal. But we humans are curious a lot. Before the carrot caper, Judith was swept into the excitement over oat bran. After two months of mush and muffins, however, she was ready for a change. Do carrots actually protect us from cancer? Carrots and other yellow fruits and vegetables are rich in beta-carotene, the substance that began to change Judith's skin color. Beta-carotene, which the body turns into vitamin A, is also the substance that appears to protect against cancer. Vitamins can be divided into two basic types. One, those that are soluble in water. And two, those that are fat-soluble, that is, they dissolve in fat. Water-soluble vitamins, that is B-complex and C, are not a special concern because excess amounts can be usually washed out through the kidneys. Fat-soluble vitamins such as A, D and E are another story. The extra cannot be eliminated except at its used. In excessive amounts, vitamin A begins to act like toxin, that is poison, and may cause headaches, joint pains, damaged skin and hair loss. Because of the potential toxicity, laws now limit the amount of vitamin A and other fat-soluble vitamins that can be put into supplements. Beta-carotene doesn't have such limits. When the body receives beta-carotene, it can make much vitamin A as it needs and metabolizes the rest in other ways. The trend these days is to substitute beta-carotene for vitamin A in vitamin capsules and tablets. This distinction is important because it illustrates how the body uses food. Vitamins, minerals and other nutrients in their natural form occur exactly in right forms for the body to use it. It can pick and choose what it needs. But when we consume one food or nutrient in excess or tamper with the makeup of food, the whole balance can be upset. <laughs> 
सो बीटा कैरेटिन इज गुड बट द होल लॉट ऑफ इट इज इंट नेसेसरली बेटर दिस इज हार्ड मैसेज फॉर टूडेज वर्ल्ड पीपल डू नियरली एवरीथिंग इन एक्सेस दे ईट टू मच ड्रिंक टू मच स्मोक टू मच स्पेंड टू मच एंड पार्टी टू मच मॉडरेशन इज अबाउट एज पॉपुलर अ कॉन्सेप्ट एज होलसम वी लिव इन एन इंस्टेंट सोसाइटी विथ अ क्विक फिक्स मेंटेलिटी एंड इट्स डिफिकल्ट टू एक्सेप्ट दैट इंस्टेंट गुड हेल्थ इज इंट अवेलेबल इच टाइम अ न्यू फैट्स फ्लैशेस थ्रू द मीडिया देर इज नो शॉर्टेज ऑफ टेकर्स वाइल सर्विंग एज अ कंसल्टेंट फॉर पॉपुलर हेल्थ पब्लिकेशन आई हैव स्पेंट वंस सेवरल वीक्स एंसरिंग लॉन्ग डिस्टेंस कॉल्स फ्रॉम रिपोर्टर्स ट्राइंग टू गेट मी टू से थिंग्स लाइक येस ईटिंग अ पाउंड ऑफ स्पीस्टेड स्प्राउट एवरी डे विल स्ट्रेंडन द हार्ट और सेवरल कैप्सूल्स ऑफ रूटेड सीविड विल एंश्योर अ गुड नाइट स्लीप no one wanted to hear my message about the good sense of balanced diet the body really needs i soon realized that even though i was giving them the right stuff a healthful balanced lifestyle didn't grab headlines sell magazines or create profitable new markets for fruit products the human body is able to tolerate excess of one kind or another for a long time even 6 pounds of carrot a day but the bottom line message is that balance not only in what we eat but in our total lifestyle is a key to enduring health and happiness thank you for our nice health talk we are sure it was hope for the despondent cheer for the sick and rest for the weary keep listening to awr it will open the door to a new experience in your life To know more on our program you are welcome to write to us on Adventist World Radio Post Box number 17 Pune 411001 Maharashtra India You can also email us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com You could also hear all our programs on our website that's on awr dot org slash english program before you hear god's word here's another song
seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. There was a family who was living in a house whose previous inhabitants had been demon worshipers, and they asked me to pray about the house. I'm Elizabeth Talbot. And I'm Mike Tucker. So, Mike, how did that turn out? Well, they were having some manifestations of continued demonic activity they felt in the house, and it was frightening them. And so I went to the house and prayed over the family and through every room of the house, claiming it as God's territory. And I prayed outside the house, and they had absolutely no more problem with it. And and I think that the success with that was not about me uh, coming and praying, because God has given all of us as his children authorities over over all these things. Yeah, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Mm -hmm. we have that authority. And so, uh, greater is he who is in us than he is who who is in the world. Mm -hmm. The fact is that the power of Jesus is so great that we have nothing to fear from any demonic activity. We claim the name of Jesus, and he is powerful. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned that, because every time my husband and I buy a property or or come to a new place that we don't Mm -hmm. know who was there or what Mm -hmm. they did, we will kneel down and actually dedicate that home uh, to the Lord so that now is his territory, nobody who was there before. And, uh, you know, I think this is a very important topic because I have found, as I uh, go to different churches, that many people are having experiences with evil spirits, and sometimes they start uh, thinking that they're playing with mm-hmm. it, like um, people that play with Ouija boards or or some strange spiritual games, and, and they think this is something funny until it's not funny anymore. Well, you can think it's funny if indeed you don't believe that there is an evil force in the world, and that force we've identified as Satan mm-hmm. and his emissaries, and I believe that there is genuine evil in the world, and if indeed you play with genuine evil, you begin to open the door for genuine evil to be present in your life, and and we really have no place for that as Christians. Yes, and you know, I, I, have, um, I have seen that this culture in some ways is accepting uh, the evil as normal. I mean, I go to a video store, mm-hmm. and I don't even know what movie to rent because 50% are horror movies. It, it feels and, that way, doesn't it? Yes, and, and the other thing is uh, Halloween. You know, we should celebrate Halloween. And, and coming from another country, I could not believe that we had uh, the people had celebrated Halloween here. Mm-hmm. So um, today we're because gonna... it is about demons and demonic yes, activity. Yes, it, it, it's it a is, terrible it, it thing. Originates from that. And so. all of us that believe in God and believe in the great controversy that originated between God and Satan, we know that these things are real, mm-hmm. and we want to be on the right side of things. <laughs> I am confident that there are people listening to our voice today who think that we're overplaying this. I, I, I will guarantee you that, Elizabeth, mm-hmm. who think, oh, you're making a big big deal out of nothing. I, I tell you what, you can think that until you've actually seen the, the evil influence see, in the lives of, of an individual and see oh, that that evil really does exist yes. and know what opened the door for the possibility of that evil existing in this yeah, life. Yeah, both you, you and myself, we, we deal with this all the time because we are working in the spiritual world, per se. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to see a story that is quite frightening, really, because uh, some people think that this is something to 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 laugh about or to play with. And it starts in, in Acts chapter 19, uh, verse 11, saying that God was performing these extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul. And even the evil spirits, says verse 12, were going out when Paul would speak. Mm-hmm. So some people said, wow, that's interesting. And uh, God, um, when he does miracles and things like that, many times Satan wants to 
imitate. That's right. And this pseudo miracles happen. And these people said, hey, he's doing that. We want to exercise demons too. That's right. And look what happens to them in verse, verse 13. Verse 13, it says, mm-hmm. but also some of the Jewish exorcists who went from place to place attempted to name over um, th- those who had the evil spirits in the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, I adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. Seven sons of one Shavuot, a Jewish chief priest, were doing this. And the evil spirit answered and said to them, I recognize Jesus, and I know about Paul, but who are you? (laughs) And the man in whom was the evil spirit leaped on them and subdued all of them and overpowered them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. Well, the good news about the story is that the evil spirits always recognize who Jesus is. Yes, they do. I mean, this had happened also in the in the ministry of Jesus when he was walking on this earth. Perhaps one of the most famous stories of exorcism is is the one recorded in, in the book of Mark, uh, chapter 5, when Jesus gets to this region um, uh, on the other side of the sea. Some call it the Gerasenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, others call it something else because he had a couple of names. And when he got out of the boat, says uh, verse 2, immediately a man from the the tombs with an unclean spirit met him. Yeah. But it's very interesting because in verse 7, they immediately recognize who Jesus is. Um, shouting with a loud voice, Mark 5, 7, um, he said, What business do you have with us, with each other, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? Immediately yeah. they say, we know who you are, yeah. and we know you have power over us. Y- you know, uh, there is there are two realms, I think, that uh, that we live in in this, in this world. The first is one that is physical, that you and I see. We see this every day. But there is another, actually more true realm that is spiritual, that we don't always see, and that's where mm-hmm. the real struggle exists. Mm-hmm. That struggle is between the forces of good and the forces of evil, the yes. forces of heaven and the forces of hell, between God and Satan. And that's where the real struggle takes place. What we see in the physical realm is actually just the result of the struggle that takes place Absolutely. in the spiritual realm. Absolutely. And so when people back into um, Ephesus now in, in Acts chapter 19, when people saw that the spirits were real and that they attacked these people that were pseudo worshipers, which means that they uh, they didn't know Jesus, but they said, we want to exercise you in the name of the Jesus of Paul. Mm-hmm. And the evil spirit said, no way, you don't even know this Jesus. We know who Jesus is. So we ma- sure don't know you. That's right. So many people decided to leave their magic customs and practices. And verse 19, they all gathered, and many of those who practiced magic brought their books together mm-hmm. and began burning them in the sight of everyone. And they counted up the price of them and found it 50,000 pieces of silver. Wow. <laughs> and it's very interesting because it's not that the books were valuable, but they were given a lot of value because of the power it seemed to give people. And right. they said, you know, we don't want anything to do with that. But it is a false power. And again, that that false power is the one that is glorified in all of the horror movies. We see that uh, receive the power as having uh, the glory is having all the power. But that's a lie. Hmm. The truth is that the power resides in Jesus Christ. Satan is a defeated foe. He has already been beaten. That was settled at Calvary. Uh, Jesus Christ has won the victory, and basically Satan is already defeated. And if you claim the name of the victor, Jesus Christ, you have defeated Satan. Yes, we want to tell you about this because we know some of you have been uh, actually struggling with this. You know, this was something in the New Testament that many of the apostles had to deal with. Uh, one of the letters, First John chapter 4, 
uh, he gives a specific um, advice of how to test a spirit to know if he's from God. In take a look at this. Sure. Is First uh, John chapter four. Let's start with verse one. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone into the world. By this you shall know uh, know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. Uh, this is the spirit of the Antichrist, of which you have heard that is coming, and now it is already in the world. You are from God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. And that is the promise. So if you have been afflicted or oppressed by evil in any way, go to that place or go to that person and in the name of Jesus Christ, claim the victory because Jesus Christ is a lot more powerful than the devil. And by the way, you don't need some expert at this. Although as a pastor, I'm more than happy to assist people in this process, and I've done this in the past, but I've also instructed them, listen, you belong to Jesus. He is your Lord, your Savior, and he has given you authority in the name of Jesus over all demons. Absolutely. You can pray and you can claim yourself, your home, your family in the name of Jesus so that Satan has no power over over you because he is defeated. Beaten. Absolutely. Now, right next to this story is another pseudo worship type of story because Paul goes in Ephesus and there's those that are worshiping because it's profitable. Yeah. Now, there is this man, uh, Demetrius, he's a silversmith, and there is a great temple there, the temple of Artemis. Um, and actually, Artemis is the Greek uh, word for the Roman goddess Diana. And this was one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, this temple. So people came from all over the world and they purchased little silver shrines and little images of this goddess. And when Paul started to say that there was no other god well, that hurts this man's business. If no one's going to buy my silver statues, I'm in trouble. And there he, he gets all these people together in verse 25. And he says, men, you know that our prosperity depends upon this business. <laughs> uh, and, and I know some of you have seen people on TV and you have uh, said, these people are hypocrites. They're talking about gods because it makes money for it them. It makes money. And, and some of them will live a lifestyle that demonstrates that. The, the truth is that, that if indeed you're practicing religion for the purposes of personal gain, eventually that will come out. Absolutely. Eventually it comes out. Whether it's because of power, like we've seen in the case of those trying to exercise or control or profit, mm-hmm. um, God is looking for worshipers that worship him in spirit and in truth. And he's looking for worshipers who are people of integrity who do not attempt to use religion for their own personal benefit. We we are engaged in Christianity simply because Christ has called us to this and we are his servants. We serve him and it's not the other way around. So no matter what it is that you are facing, you may know this one thing. There is no power greater than the name of Jesus Christ. No power greater than Jesus. Do not fear the demons. Respect them. But do not fear them, because when you stand in the power of Jesus Christ, you have authority over them. You win. You reign because Jesus Christ has won the victory for you. I want to remind you again of 1 John 4, 4. You are from God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Jesus Christ is greater than anything else in this world. Don't glorify the demons. Glorify Jesus. He is greater. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Our loving and living Heavenly Father, we come to your presence right now, thanking thee 
for sending us the Holy Spirit as our guide, our counselor, our friend. We invite the Holy Spirit to come into our lives and transform us and bring us more closer to fellowship with Jesus Christ, our Savior. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. We want to thank Voice of Prophecy for their generosity in sharing these biblical studies with Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101institute.org. That's Jesus101institute.org. Until next time, live free. come to the end of our broadcast. To know more on God's Word, you are always welcome to write to us on Adventist World Radio, Post Box number 17, Pune 411-001, Maharashtra, India. You may also email us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com. We also invite you to visit our website for these programs and that is awr.org slash English program. This is your host Sharad and I'm Maureen signing off from Adventist World Radio. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Until then we wish you goodbye and God bless you. 